Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey guys, it's Kayla. Candice isn't able to join us today, but we are all still so directionally challenged. We thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we were in our 30s, but surprise, We don't. And that's okay. It really is okay. I'm beginning to think we may never have it figured out, but I'm also okay with that. If you haven't listened to part one with Sarah Canning, please make sure to do so. This is part two of my incredible interview with Sarah Canning. She is such a lovely human. So without further ado, here is part two. Do you feel like you can say that you've had a favorite job or a favorite you have? 100%. The film hasn't come out yet. It's called Sweetland. I mean, I hate asking this question because every time someone asks me this question, it's such an eye roll. But like, do we know what's happening with the movie or when we can watch it? I'm sure everyone listening will also have. That yeah, I, I mean, I wish I had the answer. I the director, Christian Sparks, who's a fantastic Newfoundland director, had another feature going on this year, too. He's been quite busy, but. I know, I, I, I think they're quite happy with the film and I, I'm sure now it's sort of 
deciphering what the film festival approach would be. Yeah, I I will definitely share, you know, information about that when I can, when I can and when I know anything. But it was, yeah, it it was so special. It was, I, I would kind of look around myself. I was like working with all of my, you know, all of these Newfoundland heroes of mine, these terrific actors and Mary Walsh and Andy Jones and, and and met some great people who've who've remained such good friends since the shoot. And uh, Mark Lewis Jones is the lead, who is just like he's an exquisite actor. And we would be shooting, you know, in these remote, gorgeous locations. And and I remember sitting in this tiny little house on a hill that like a classic sort of Newfoundland salt box cottage and it's dark all around. And I'm sitting with these two amazing actors with a tiny lantern on the table. And we're doing this really intimate scene sitting at a table. And and I'm thinking about, you know, there's all this ancestral stuff in my head because it feels like the story is so close to home for me. And I just, I would just kind of think, are we just doing this for me? Like, are we just doing this because this is fun and like very magical for me? Like I would kind of forget. I'm like, Oh, right. There's a camera. Like we're doing this for like, a there's a bigger, um, a bigger thing going on here than my selfish little like mystical enjoyment of it. But it, I still can't believe it happened. Uh, there's such magic that you can feel as an actor, a writer, director, creator, anyone in that entertainment artistry, because when everyone gets together to collaborate and create something so beautiful, I think that's the high that we as artists are always chasing. And, you know, every interview I've ever read of so many people we love and respect, it's they talk about how the highs are so high and the lows are so low. And it happens all the time in an actor's life. I mean, the roller coaster is real and we are always on it. And even when you're on the high, high peak, you know, you're feeling, okay, when is it going to drop? When is it going to drop? And it really is so amazing and inspiring, but also so wildly difficult to be an actor and an artist. I mean, I think you of any actor friend I know, you are the most in tune with your sense of self and your artistry. And it's something I've always aspired to. I I always remember how Paul, Paul Wesley would always want to do on tapes with you because, because you were clearly the one who just understood things to a level that no one else got. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's just really interesting to, you know, have someone see the 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 career that you've had and you've played so many different types of characters and people and I don't even we can't even I the accents that you can do I remember one of the first times I met you you just snapped into the most perfect Irish accent and I went who is this we were 20 something and you're just so wonderful Oh, you're the best. You're the best. So are you. You're the best. You know, and I know that TVD was such an incredible experience for us, especially when we met in the beginning. And we've just been on so many adventures together. You know, the the girls who started the the show in the beginning, you, me, Candace, Kat, Nina. And it was very special for all of us. We had a girls trip where we would go <laughs> places every once in a while. And it didn't matter where we were. 
on the globe, we would always meet each other and just connect and be together. And it's such a, an important, special slice of life for, for yes, us. Absolutely. And I think like what I, I just want to say, like, as you were saying that, I just, I appreciate it all so much. And one of the things that I love most about you as an artist as well, is that I think you and I have always been able to be so honest and vulnerable about exactly what you're saying. And, and, and I can say that right now too. I'm kind of, I just finished editing a, a, a film that I made for my old film school, like a, a, my old film school, my film school, I attended like 16 years ago and it's a student project and I feel so proud of it. And I feel so proud of those students. And I look at like the vast horizon now and go, yeah, I have no idea what I'm doing next. And it is something that we have to look in the face over and over. And I've always appreciated that so much about you and about how, how open we can be with each other and how I think, I think you and I have both really sort of just gone. Yeah. It's a humbling thing and that we can admit that, you know, and, 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 and I think that's a great quality in an, in an artist of any kind to not sort of put a facade on the fact that it is a hard thing to, to, to put your mind. It's a hard space for your mind to exist in, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, my character was the first one to be killed off the show. And I remember you were such a huge part of helping me through Mm. that because I still to this day say that that is the biggest heartbreak I've ever experienced. It's not it was not any romantic relationship. I mean, this was a romantic relationship in in another sense of how much I loved being a part of this show and loved the show itself, both as an actor and a fan and a viewer and like just truly in every sense of the word. And so to have, I know you also go through that. It's, it bonded us even more because it's really hard when people ask, when people ask like, why did you, why did you, why did you die? And so many, and and listen, everyone listening, like we get it. I understand why you asked that question. I, I would ask the same. I totally understand it. But just know <laughs> for, for on our level, it is difficult because we wanted to stay on. It was such a lovely experience. It was so beautiful with the people and just the the stories that were being told. I love like thriller genre. <laughs> and so for me, it was really fun to be a part of something like that and to have made such wonderful friends. So I feel really grateful that we bonded. Oh, and you helped me so much. Yeah. And then you helped me so much when my time came to go like, oh, and now my heart is broken. (laughs) I was like, I understand this more than anyone in the world. I promise you, I just went through this. I can help. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so helpful. It really was. Because at that age too, we were younger and it really, like you said, it was sort of for both of us. I mean, you had been on big shows. Like you had, you had done some really wild, like, you know, big shows and, and like uh, culturally really significant, like, like I still, I'm just like in awe of freaks and geeks, you know, I go like, Oh my God, like just such a special thing to be a part of. But I think for both of us, it was like, wow, this is, this is wild to be a part of this. And then to process not being a part of it for as long as we might have wanted to be or expected to be, you know? Yeah. 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 I, you know, it's funny. I think that I'm switching gears here a little bit, but I was just thinking about how you, if anyone I know has 
friends from all walks of life, all all age ranges, all everything. And I think, you know, making friends as an adult is really difficult. And, you know, like when we were on the show, you were friends with every single actor, but you also were wildly close with the Lucina, who we both love, who came on to help us. And what would we call her? What was her? Do we know her? I mean, she was the time? coach. She was, like she was, yeah, she coach, was like a coach. coach. I would say she was like a coach and also just like a, a like a... I would define her as a translator of, you know, sort of the studio mission. Yeah, the lore and also like the the mission of the network for the show into, you know, like really translated that for the actors to be able to, you know, kind of bring it down to a more like, let's just talk about this in terms of what we can do with the scenes. Like what are the very like sort of basic objectives for each character to carry out what what the vision is for this show that's what so whatever the hell she's a wizard yeah (laughs) I don't know right no truly that's a perfect example but you were so close with her and then you know a lot of uh, people behind the camera and then not only that you had a, a great theater community that you developed and theater friends in Atlanta so much so that I have to tell this story so we were in Atlanta recently for Epicons which was one of the conventions that we did and we all we all went to dinner, you know, the creators and the cast and everyone. And it was so lovely to be together. And then afterwards, spontaneously, we decided, oh, we're going to let's let's go to uh, an escape room. <laughs> and and you were like, I'm so sorry, I can't. And, and let me tell you guys why she couldn't. Sarah couldn't join us at the escape room because she had promised her friends who were doing local theater in the area that she would help them break down their set. So after a day of being, you know, at a fan convention and and then going to dinner with everyone, she then and that to me is you in a nutshell, someone who is such a loyal, devoted friend and also someone who just loves and respects the arts in general so much that that is how you choose to live and give back. And so instead of going to the escape room, Sarah left and went and fully helped her friends break down. Well, you know, what's funny about that? That was the intention and that's what I wanted to do but then the show ran late because their fire alarm went off and my friend was like don't come she was like go to bed you didn't go (laughs) so I was like okay I I was like oh I'm I don't know how great of a help I'll be I'm like pretty like you know those days are quite full and I was like okay I'm coming over and she's like hold please just wait like we've had a very strange and their show was so incredible and this I mean everyone should check out Vertel and Sear Theater in Atlanta because they are wonderful, but I got out of it. <laughs> so, but my point is, is that you were actually going to go and do that after, and those, yeah, those days are exhausting. Sometimes I'm like, I don't even know if I can make it to the dinner after. It's just so exhausting and it's a lot. And I was so. already away from you guys and I was like, well, they're half an hour into the escape room. I'm going to let them escape and I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or 
anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now, I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae, and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend, plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of hydrate mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. we're back which by the way i don't even know if you if you did we tell you this we made it onto the board we got into the top three so we solved it so fast and i think there was so much 
chemistry involved, which I am not up to date on, you know, everything to do with chemistry. I'm sorry, but Steven Kruger is apparently because he knew everything. So I attest, I I think he's the reason that we won, but we made it onto the board and we were so excited. That's so. amazing. I just, I love thinking of the people who go in there and they're like, wait a second. <laughs> Are these a bunch of vampires on this board. Like, you know, like that must be fun for, you know, if people who are fans. I think our name was like the Vampire Diaries in the originals. Yes, it's, yes, it's actually us or something, something like, because <laughs> we were so proud of it. Anyways, that's such a side note. But I, I was going to ask you, you know, I feel like you have been able to make friends with all types of people, all ages, all everything from, from genuinely all walks of life. And what do you what does a good friend mean to you? And and how is making friends in adulthood? Oh, that's a really great question. That's a great question. I think, and it's so interesting to me because I have friends who have recently been really honest with me about friendships that have ended. And I'm always really, I, I, I really take that in because you know, as an, a, as a 35 year old person now who has, has been to therapy and has, you know, really, I, I think the last five years of my life have really opened up for me who, who I am and what kind of life I am still navigating and going like, what, what am I doing? But I really, love my life. So it's not like a panicked, what am I doing? It's more of a curious, what am I doing? And I think a really good friend is sort of someone who will walk beside that path, you know, will walk beside you on your path without feeling threatened by it, or like they need to be over actively engaged in it. Or, you know, like, I really do think that for me, great, really understanding what great friendships and relationships are has been learning about boundaries and, you know, sort of what I can do for someone, how I can be available, but also understanding how I can't be available. I used to be, and I still am, quite spongy. That's the way I put it. I can really take on other people's energies. And learning to navigate that and really maintain a sense of like being firmly rooted in my motivations and, and you know, my kind of vision for what I want to be doing and who I want to be for everybody around me you know, really understanding that has helped me be able to sort of be there. I hope, I hope for people in the ways that I can. And to also understand that if I overextend in that way, then I'm not good for anyone, including myself. Uh, and this probably sounds very basic for a lot of listeners, but it, it took me a long time to learn how to do that. And to not take responsibility that isn't mine to take. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I think just understanding that sometimes I just need to be there for people and to listen to them and to really listen to them and to not try to fix whatever's going on. 
because a lot of the time I can't fix what's going on. And I will always, you know, if someone ever says like, what do you think? Then I will do my best to offer what I think and to be compassionate and to be empathetic. And I think, I think I am pretty, you know, I, I've really experienced that in, in my own personal life of, of, you know, the, the many different forms of anxiety that exist and that every, you know, we can never know just what a day is like for someone. So for me, you know, I keep, I have such amazing friends. I have like, I've had people say to me, you have a lot of really amazing friends. Like I, I've really, I do, I do. And, but at the same time, you know, I, my energy really sort of gets devoted to that and to not a lot beyond people are often like, Oh, you're not on TikTok or you're not this or whatever. And I'm like, I don't have the energy for it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. And I, I know to not over adapt or over extend, or I try, that's the journey that I'm on is like still learning how to not because I, I also, you know, we're, I think we both understand a little bit about wanting to please. And, you know, because anytime anyone talks about you in, in like, whether they're talking about sort of what you were to the Vampire Diaries family, or, and I'm sure this comes up, you know, in, in your relationship groups as well, you are a person who really holds people together and you were always that on the Vampire Diaries. And and it really felt like you did that so seamlessly and with such grace. And and I think it's incredible. And I think we both really understand what it feels like to try to, to balance being a person who can be really available and, and, a, and, a, and a light for people around us and not, you know, sort of getting into this like thing that I think especially I mean not just women a lot of people can understand this of 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 wanting to please and wanting to you know always make sure everything's okay because we can't we can't do that for everyone so well put and so on have you ever thought of writing a book I'm serious oh well I have thought about I mean I have thought about I, I write a lot but I mean I've thought more like you know this little weird short story. I mean, you just have so much. Yeah, but you have so much to share. And so, so you, you're so eloquent in the way that you describe it and understand it. And you're right. You would, I, I'm realizing, not realizing, but also being reminded that we process things similar, similarly. And so having to protect ourselves is important. And I've always loved how I have such a love-hate with social media. And I know you guys have, we've had this conversation so many times, you and I, and how difficult it is for me to do, but I feel like I need to do it. And we've had these conversations on this podcast, but I have loved so much how you have know what you can handle and know what you can do and you stick to it. You don't over adapt. It's such a good term. You don't over adapt because who knows how long and how important that will be. And even if it is, it's not something you choose to have in your life um, to a certain extent. You have it, but it's when you feel inspired to do it. And I think where I get stuck sometimes is 
I have a family now. And so I'm trying to, and you, we talk about this all the time, but I'm trying to support my family. And sometimes that is a form of the support. And so having to not feel like I'm selling my soul, but also understand that like, okay, but if this helps them get into this certain school, then that's important enough and having to find the balance of that. And it's a really hard balance to to find. It's a really hard balance. And I keep it as well because like a lot of the projects that I'm involved with, I want to share about them. And and, and for me, it's really just understanding how my brain works. And, you know, maybe there are people that truly, like I, I can be really honest about saying like, I'm a better person when I don't overly engage. I just am. I just am. But it's like, you know, it, being an actor, it's like we take jobs because it's like, yeah, I will make some money on that job and and it's going to be a fun job, but it's probably not the job that's going to be me sitting at a table in the dark in Newfoundland and wondering how how it was, you know, how I fell into that incredible situation. But I think the best we can do is to understand we we are people who are living on this planet and like you said we need to you know provide for the people in our lives and for ourselves and how can we say yes to that and say i can have fun with this and i don't you know i will sort of feel into what makes me feel compromised or not and that that will always be shifting and there's nuance to everything and right now it's like maybe I'll fall off the wagon entirely. And, you know, in a month's time, I'll be like, oh my God, Kay, I just spent 13 hours on Instagram. Help me, please. <laughs> oh you my know. gosh. I mean, that I don't think that will ever happen, <laughs> but you, I'm always here. If you get, if you get down that rabbit hole, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
and we're back. So, okay. So before we let you go, I do have to ask you, you know, the, the Aunt Jenna questions because everyone that's listening, we know that's what they want and I want to give them what they want too. And I, you've answered these questions. You've answered these questions a lot, but do you, do you have a favorite memory of playing your character? I think my favorite memory, I don't know that it's specifically about a scene, but I really do think it's the first month that we all spent in Atlanta together. That is the most vivid to me. It's the silliest. It's the funniest. It's the strangest. You know, there are so many things that happened in that month that really, I kind of feel like we could turn into like a coming of age film. Like, I honestly feel like maybe we should all sit down and talk about it and like, and like compare our memories of that time. Cause I'm sure it's different for everyone as well but that's my that's my favorite that's my favorite memory of that job because I think we were all also really in the same boat of going like hope this hope this goes well when it comes out you know I think nobody really knew we wanted to make a good show and we sort of didn't know what the hell we were doing we just showed up in Atlanta I always say so thankful for you and your mom because I didn't know where I was going to live. And she really helped me like, you know, kind of figure out, okay, we're going to take you and we're going to see some apartment. Like I didn't know where I was going to live. Like I was. And that's a scary thing. So you guys, my, we, they gave, they give you a specific amount to relocate and it's not a, that significant of an amount. So you really are living your life, your brand new life in a new city, not knowing the city at all and not knowing where to go. And I remember you're right. My mom and my sister came out with me and they made it, we made it a girl's trip and they said, we're going to find a place for you, which is so lovely. And then Sarah, it was like, and my mom said, oh, you're coming along with us. You don't know where to live. And so Sarah, it was my sister, my mom, me and Sarah, and we toured the city and Nina and I were living together, but Nina was still in uh, Vancouver at the time. So I looked for an apartment for Nina and I, and we looked for an apartment for Sarah. And we actually ended up randomly in like two opposite sides of the city, which in hindsight is ridiculous. And we shouldn't have done that because we were constantly driving back and forth to each other's places. Yeah, totally. But I was living close to Zach. So it was like, it was really nice to know that there was at least somebody like across the street. And it was really, really nice. You guys were in the same complex. It was just like this, this beautiful complex that was sort of like little houses throughout the, and it was similar. It was very it was in nature. It was. You, it was back to your yes. roots. You were in the woods yes. again. <laughs> Which is probably why I felt like I'm going to stick over here and then I'll drive over to you guys whenever. Yeah. Yeah. And we're so, we're, this is going to date us and I'm almost embarrassed <laughs> to even say this, but, but the, there was no Google Maps <laughs> no. at the time or any navigation in cars no. at the time. And so I had this rental car, but I I had to buy like a a navigation system that let like charge. Yes, yes, I had one too. The, the, charged through the cigarette lighter and I you and Zach lived in the same place and so I put your address in and it said Sarah and Zach and for some reason like it was just a robotic voice every time I arrived at your guys's place it says arrived at Sarah and Zach because his <laughs> name is Z-A-C-H and so forever I just always think of that and you guys were just so wonderful and such free spirits <laughs> And it doesn't surprise me that you both ended up living in the woods like that, mm -hmm. because that's just who you guys are. Yeah. And we had so many fun memories together. It was just so fun. Yeah, that's definitely my favorite that month. Just all everything that that month encompassed, I think. There's a lot of magic 
before a project's released where you, everyone's creating and the excitement is so big, but you're not sure where it's going to land and what it's going to do. And I think living in that for a full month together, you're right. It will always be one of my top memories, always. And what a way to grow up. What a way to grow up and live and learn because there we learned so much through that process. And I always just think of, you know, I don't, there's just so much. I think my favorite scene of Aunt Jenna's is the quintessential one where you just pull your hair down in the very beginning of the pilot. And I know everyone talks about that. Julia Plack talks about that, how that magic moment is when they knew you were that role. And yeah, there's just a lot, so much to yeah. it. So I know you're always working and creating. Are you working and creating something right now? Are you writing something right now? Or what are you doing currently? I have a short film that I really want to make, really, really want to make. It's been so great directing at my film school that I went to because it's pretty hardcore. We'll do like a 35 page shoot in four days on one location. So it's, but it's, it's a great, I really try to make it feel like the spirit of an independent film set and I try to be informative for the students and I try to make it really fun and it's really educational for me too, you know? So I really want to take some of those skills that I've been like refining each time I do it and, and make a film that I've written. That's uh, very dear to me. And I've been putting together a team to do it. And I just, whew, it's like just taking the plunge and doing it is also something that I'm still learning at this point in my life of just going, okay, you've been doing, you've been on film sets now for 16 years or whatever it is. You have a story that you've, you know, really been trying to refine what you're wanting to say with it and, and just biting the bullet and doing it. That's what, that's really what I want to do next. Yeah. So, but yeah, also just like you were talking about the morning rituals and stuff. I, when I'm between jobs, really try to be structured with my time. And I find that, especially in the gray of Canadian winter, um, I find that really uh, makes a huge difference. I, I, I try to give myself like, and, and I don't have kids, you know, like I can be really like sort of bohemian with my time right now. Which is, which is fortunate in its own way, I suppose, but I really try to give myself, um, give myself structure and that it does help. It does help because yeah, it's like that, that in between vastness, you know? Yeah. But you will always find ways to create. And so when the next job comes, you are already in that creative artistic space. And I can't wait to see what you do next. I always love watching you. I truly do. And I love talking to you. I'm sure, I mean, this is conversation. I needed this so badly and I didn't even know I needed it. And that's always what happens. And it's so funny because I want to ask you a thousand questions back and I'm going, okay, but now we need to talk about your favorite memory. And now we need to talk about what you're doing next. And I want to know like all the guests that you have lined up for this amazing podcast. And it's like, I know that, you know, I'm, I can also just annoyingly call you or text you and say, answer all of them. (laughs) No, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. I mean, my favorite memory is by far the people. 
absolutely just the people in general and the the wild ride of it all you know just being on set and never knowing what was going to happen next or where we were going to go next and I was at a time in my life where I was going through a really bad breakup then I met you guys it was something I needed so badly and I think I had I was actually in hindsight battling depression at that point just could not believe uh, same same feeling that you said you had in Newfoundland. Like, is this real? Is this actually happening? Is this my life? This is my everyday and being so grateful for it and grateful for the whole experience too. looking back, just being so humbled by it. And yeah, I don't know if I've belly laughed so much before in my life. Like there's yeah. so many photos I have of my head actually <laughs> fully and completely yeah, back, thrown back and my giant teeth <laughs> out. <laughs> And just laughing and feeling so free. And we did so many lake days yeah. and like so many things that I just hadn't done in, in my life. Yeah. So it was really yes. fun. Feeling so grateful and truly, honestly, so grateful that you joined me today for this conversation because it has been so lovely and you're just one of my favorite humans, truly. So um, I love you. Thank you. And you're one um, of mine. Thank <laughs> you. I love you too. Thank you so much. <laughs> I could talk to her for another hour or two. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure you guys could listen for another hour or two. She is just such an incredible human. Huge thank you to <laughs> huge thank you to Sarah for coming on and sharing all of her stories and her wisdom and her rituals in life. I definitely am going to try some of the things she mentioned. I don't know how good I am going to be at mixing tea, but I'm going to go for it and try it and we'll see. I'll probably have to call her for some recipes, but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. We have another great one coming for you next week. Until then, take care. Directionally Challenged is a production of Pineapple Productions. Produced by Melissa D. Mons. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. Music by Joe King. And advertising partnership with Acast.